There are few jobs in this world that I have such high respect for. Teachers, firemen, police officers, military, and nurses. Today on the episode, I have the distinct pleasure of being able to speak with a friend of mine for many years now, who is training to be a nurse in probably the scariest time to be one ever. And probably the craziest and coolest thing ever is that she is ready for it, excited about it, eager about the opportunity to be able to help people in a time like this. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. It was very refreshing, and I believe you all will find it refreshing too, to see that there are people out there who are ready to make a difference in this world. So without further ado, help me in welcoming my friend Morgan. Morgan, you're here. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, perfect. How are you, Morgan? Great. Did you name this town hall? Like, it said sign in the town hall, and I was like, did you name it because of your last name? Wow. You know, you are so clever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I was like, wow, he really took the time to do that. Well, yeah, like, if it's, you know, my podcast, I want it to be, like, you know, something indicative of me, you know? And I felt like I have a pretty good last name where I could... You know? That was a gimme. I was like, mm. it was, was going to be like a one out of ten for cleverness. I was like, okay. What? A one out of ten? <laughs> Are you serious? One out of ten? Yeah, I mean, it was pretty simple. You just, it was kind of like you almost had it already, so. But, like, think about it. There's, how many townses do you know? Like, none. Besides me and Noah. Oh, I, oh, I was going to use your brother. I really was. <laughs> <laughs> but like nobody has like sometimes you have to take your blessings where you get them nobody I else like has I do. you know what i'll bump it up but like i feel like you've already made up like a name for like your people that are gonna follow you i get it i get it you can have little town hall meetings what else would i was i supposed to call it what else would have been an appropriate name for this podcast i feel like when you're hyping it up there people are gonna be like oh my goodness i would definitely go to town hall you're like no 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 no, no, this is my following. No, 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 no. Oh, wow. Well, you know, thank you for the high regards. Uh, of yeah, this- I'm sorry that I came in bashing you. I mean, off the bat. <laughs> well, well, um, anyways, well, I guess you I'll can just take that out. I didn't have to like bash you. No, I'm gonna leave that in. That's <laughs> definitely staying in. That's that's gonna be the intro. Um, but obviously, I don't know if you've heard. I think your field kind of knows, but there's kind of something going on. <gasps> yes. uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a little crazy out there. People get a little sick. And um, what they may not know is that you are actually, is it, can I just call you a nurse or do I have to wait until you graduate? Because I just want to call you a nurse. I think you do, but in New York, they release their nurses. So you can might as well just speak it into existence. Like if everyone yeah, you're a nurse, enough, they get sick enough, then they'll graduate us. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but then if I speak that into existence, I'm basically speaking to existence that it's going to get a lot worse. I mean, and then you have to pick your battles. I mean, do you want me to graduate or not? Okay, okay. Listen, I'll just say you are in my eyes a nurse, and you're ba- you're basically you do nurse stuff. So you're a ner- you're a nurse. You're in nursing school at UAB. Yeah, yeah. And you are in the front lines without actually being in the front lines to a degree, without actually like you know. Yeah, I'm just like, I can see, you know, what's going on, but I'm not responsible yet. And I guess that's kind of where I like to be. Yeah. Now, how, now we spoke before on this, but you said you actually wanted to be in the battle. 
Like you actually want to be out in the hospital right now. Talk to me about that because that sounds crazy. <laughs> but I mean, this would be my job. An epidemic only comes around once in a while. Like maybe. <laughs> I mean, when the black plague rolls around, you gotta hop in. You have to, and it's. But it's one of those things where it's kind of like, like I say, like if you're a firefighter and there's a whole bunch of fires outside, even though you're like in the academy and got an extra week or two, you're like, you know, let me at them. It's kind of, this would be my job. So if I wasn't enthusiastic about it, then I don't think I'd want it. And yeah. I'm like, I feel like I really like oncology and maternal newborn. And I mean, not saying that the people aren't getting sick there, but you know, I'd like to, I'll work my way up to the COVID floor. Yeah, I, I got you. I'll have to show out now. Now, how I, I guess I never even thought about that. With all this going on, what is it? What do you think? I, I don't. I don't know if you'd even have the answer, but like, what is it like for people having babies right now? Like, oh, what terrifying. is even terrifying? Yeah, because I mean, every time you go into the hospital, like, your risk, and it's kind of like you go to the grocery store, you have a risk, you go to etc. And I just can't even imagine. I mean, I know. Did you see that like article about one hospital banned visitors because um, this lady was pregnant, this guy worked in the hospital, but he was getting sick. He had flu-like symptoms, possibly COVID, and he continued to work because like he wanted to see the birth of his child. And yeah, passed along COVID to the wife, and they haven't tested the baby yet. But just oh my goodness, that's actually terrifying. That's horrible. I mean, it is, but. I think one of these things, I feel like, yes, disease is what it is, but part of me kind of is like, you've got a lot of, like, human error going on. Like, if you're sick, stay home. Like, just kind of, like, it's, let's go back to basics. Like, wash your hands, stay home if you're sick, but it's not yeah. worth, like, exposing your child and your wife. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I couldn't imagine, because, you know, my perspective, what I have been comfortable with, like, at my job, we've had to explain to people, about their funerals. So, you know, just oh without this going on, people are still going away. You know, and people can't have traditional funerals anymore. And you have to explain to them, like, yeah, the because people are asking us, because it's a funeral, do we get an exception? Like, can we have family come in? And unfortunately, the answer is no, right? Like, we understand that the emotions and everything, but that's the emotion of the situation is what can make this spread even worse. Right. You have people from all over the country coming in to see this one person. Emotions are high, crying. There's hugging. There's kissing. There's all that stuff at a funeral. And, you know, with that, all this going on, you wouldn't want this to spread even worse. So we're having to limit funerals to 10 people and everybody's sitting six feet apart. And it's just one of those things that, you know, it's hard to have to do. But, you know, it's yeah. it's necessary. And I have like a personal experience with that. Like. My cousin got killed in a car wreck. He was in Germany for a week or two. And yeah. they, like, had to send him back. They, I think they just confirmed it a few days ago. And they're planning his funeral. And it's just, like, I mean, this guy was, like, a, like, Nasheed was, like, a brother to me. Like, literally stayed yeah. in my house for, like, four or five years. Like, went to all of my volleyball games. We had a whole bunch of fun stuff together. Like, he, I looked up to him. And not just because he was, like, six foot four. So, just kind of... <laughs> Yeah, poor guy. But it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, like, I mean, just even that, it's sad. And I feel bad for, like, people who, they just kind of depend on certain things in their life as, like, constants. You'll be able to go to their funeral. You'll be able to see the birth of your child. 
you'll be able to go to church yeah. when you need to. And that's when I, and you just have to like really reprogram your thinking. And it just kind of sucks because I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that myself, like I probably won't be able to see him, but at the same time, like I could go out and get sick and then like bring it back and then hurt someone else. It's just, you know, you, that's what I feel bad about. You just really have to reprogram your thinking. And I feel like the younger generation maybe is, you know, get more used to it and whatever, but it's just kind of hard to like remind your relatives, you know, this too. Like usually it's like, well, you can still go to church. No. It's like even the most fundamental aspects of life are being like something like church. You wouldn't expect to have ever been in jeopardy of not being in your life if you need it. But now, and, and I think, let me rephrase that. You still can very much still go to church. Like there are plenty of online, like my church does streaming. Like if I needed to get a service in me, like I could record it, like not record it, but like I can go online and find whatever I needed. But if I just wanted to go to the church, because for a lot of people, that's an emotional experience to be able to go into the chapel or whatever it is that you don't have anymore. And I don't think anybody ever really considered that as an option or possibility at any point. That's this was really depressing to start. Well, but, you know, you know what? Whenever I get too sad, I just think like there have been all these other like plagues and whatnot. And I'm guess I'm calling it a plague, like a little, you know, premature. But there have been all these other times that like one third of the population gets wiped out, like just crazy stuff in our history book. And we've gone a long time. Like we've gone a long time without one. I'm not saying that we're due for one, but it's like I bet they wish they had Netflix. I bet they wish they had air conditioning. <laughs> like, I'm just thinking, like, we have, like, at, at the core, for a lot of us, it's just, like, it's sad, but it's, like, I'm staying inside, I'm getting things done, I'm washing my hands, I'm going to the grocery store. Like, I'm just thinking, like, in all the other times, I mean, I'm pretty sure it would have been a lot rougher. Yeah, you know, we really take things out of perspective. Like, Netflix is wonderful at a time like this. I don't have to leave my house for, I can stockpile on groceries and be in my house for a month if I wanted to. Back in the day, if I was hungry, everything in my house is expiring in the next two days. So I kind of have to go out there because we don't have any refrigeration. We don't have any plumbing. We don't have anything, especially Netflix. Oh, my goodness. I never even <laughs> I never thought about that. Times are tough back in the day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just for me, if I get too down, I just think let's just think of a time that it would have been worse. I think about me and one of those, like, you know how they have the huge dresses and the corsets and the women that thing. Yeah. And I might not have been one of those women um, just because of um, my ethnicity, but I just pretend like I was. <laughs> just just to imagine, like, a plague in that day. Oh, no. Yeah, would have been tough. Now, let me ask you, bring it back to today with all of our technology and communication. What has What have you been doing to stay... I don't even know if I'm asking this right. What have you been doing to stay normal, right? Are you are you Skyping people or are you just embracing the the quarantine? Or like, what is, what is your day like with all this going on? See, I wish it was really dramatic, but I feel like, honestly, this is the best time of my life to be quarantined. I don't pay bills <laughs> yet. I would have next year. <laughs> I'm with my parents. Um, and fourth semester, this is like my next to last semester. Last, like my next semester, I'd just be in the hospital. But, like, I would have, we have, like, the next few weeks are, like, hell weeks, and we have two or three tests a week. So I would have kind of been this person anyway. I hate to say it like that. I wish it was really dramatic. But I've just been studying, and, and I, my grades are looking great this semester. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I wish it was dramatic. The only really thing, the things that I kind of miss are 
going to the gym and um, which, you know, I go upstairs. What I do is I save things to a YouTube playlist and then I put it on YouTube. And like, I find a whole bunch of little Zumba songs and kickboxing and yoga because <laughs> my friends, I Skype with them. Like we stay on the phone with each other all day. Like we sing out all day. So we just stay on the phone all day. So I feel like that's been my life. I wish it, I wish it was more drastic, but it's just yeah. kind of been my life. I would have fourth and semester. You really don't get to do anything anyway. They're like, give up your life and give up your friends. Someone else had to join me this fourth semester. Sorry guys. <laughs> So what you're saying is we all essentially are feeling what it's like to be a nursing student. Long hours inside, just in your thoughts. I don't have time to go outside. It's, yeah, man. I'm actually tanner than I've, because <laughs> I've, I now look forward to my walk around, like, my neighborhood now. And I've actually started to get a little tan. I'm like, wow, like, this might be, I'm not, like, this might be a little bit better. Wow, I'm getting out. But, yeah. I'm telling Thanks to this quarantine of this pandemic, like my summer bod is coming along nicely. I'm working out more, I'm running around. I'm a priest, like I'm talking to my neighbors now because like when I'm just walking through the preserve, people are always just sitting on their porch and we just have good conversations. Like I I, I never would have talked to these people before, but you know, yeah. now there's a pandemic going on. I might as well get to chat it up a little bit. See, that's why I feel like I'm so fortunate and blessed because I just couldn't, like I'm just thinking like if this would happen to me a year later, and let's just say I was a non-essential healthcare worker. Like I did only elective surgeries and got sent home and I couldn't pay for things. Like that's when stuff would have really hit the fan. Like I would have, yeah. when this would stop being a game and this would stop being like, <laughs> like this is kind of like a, a little timeout. And I feel like younger adults such in their like, like, you know, like college kids or like high school kids. Like, I feel like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, my parents still got, I, I still have someone to, like, fall back on, it's okay, we'll just be in the house, but I just couldn't imagine being solely responsible for myself, or getting laid off, and not knowing if I'm coming back to a job, so. Yeah, like, for me, I work at Publix, so, like, I still have my job there, and I'm not losing any time soon, and I also still work remotely, so I still have my job, but then at the same time, you're right, I'm just a college student, so even if I did get laid off, you know, my perspective is not like, oh, man, how am I going to pay these bills? It's kind of like, oh, well, I'll just go eat some food at my mom's house for a while, like, whatever. Like, I, I, I feel the worst for, and I, I didn't even think about this until I was talking to my stepdad, but for the people who are trying to retire and their retirement, you know what I mean? Like, for the people who were like, they were banking on their stocks, and this happened. Yeah. Right? Like, mom, she's an accountant, she's talking retirement. about that. And I think that she was going to retire but I think she's fine um she I think she's one of those that's kind of worked a little bit longer than she should and she's like I'll quit oh if yeah yeah makes me mad for three days in a row I'll quit and I'm like must be nice <laughs> <laughs> sounds like good living right there yeah but um yeah I didn't even think about that like I was thinking about my cousin but I'm really happy that she's a teacher and she can still teach online but like she has like yeah. small kids and just kind of it that's like especially like when you're smaller like you just think like you're like I mean even now I see my parents as relatively stable but back then I'm like no worries they got that's not even on my mind yeah and to suddenly be thrust yeah. into a different type of life and then your parents don't know what's going on and then you don't know what's going on and you just kind of like you're kind of I guess at a younger age like realizing like they don't have everything together all the time has did the sports blackout affect you when you're were you ever even big to sports at all or other stuff has it affected you being pulled up okay well i do like little league 
for some reason, this is like my, one of my favorite things is like Little League World Series. It's got everything I need. It's got a sport that I played, which was softball slash baseball. So it's got baseball <laughs> and it's got little people and it's got like drama and errors and action. Is I there love- in Little League? Yes. Oh, you always have the coach that's someone's dad and like who's like pushing them too hard. <laughs> you got the kid that really can't bat. That when they're like, oh, he's coming up, but he's not really good. We just made it to the World Series. And, like, he's our, like, ninth batter, but he's got to get up. And, like, he makes a hit, and everyone, like, it's just great. Because I like baseball to begin with, but, like, and I like all forms of baseball. My favorite has to be Little League because they make more errors, and, like, it's more drama, and everyone's, like, related. Like, usually they have, like, their cousins and stuff on the team. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's great. It's got it all. You know, I've I've never been a fan of Little League, but you may have just convinced me to give it a look. You know what? Maybe you were like too close in age to it, and you just misjudged. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's as, it. <laughs> as like an adult, it is like I I don't like seek out these games, but when I played softball, like, and you're like waiting for your high school game, and you kind of you're like you're bored, you're walking around, and I I would see these like four and five year olds play, and one time you had to stop the game because the two girls were playing patty cake. On oh my lord! From other teams, like the first, the runner, and the third baseman, and the like, the coach dad was like, "Hey, like, come on, get your head in the game." And of course, these little girls don't care. They're probably not <laughs> he signed them up. They're classmates, so they don't understand rivalry. They don't like literally. They just do this because you sign them up for it, and it was just the cutest thing. I just, well, I think I just, I like that. It's right. not a, it's it's sports plus, and I like volleyball and softball. And Olympics. I will be sad about the Olympics. I was getting ready. Yeah. But they're just pushing it back. They are. But I don't know. It's just, I I was ready. Yeah. I, I was hyped up. I was, like, I got my little USA shirt. <laughs> Gotta wait a whole other year. But, um, yeah, that was, I think I was really ready for, like, gymnastics. Because it's, like, I like the sports. But then I like when you give me enough background on the people to feel like I know them. And I feel like I have like a connection with them when they give you that backstory. That's what they have those backstories for. Because you yeah. really don't like I don't care about the person. And they they show me them with some dramatic music and whatever, like rough, like they went through a rough patch and like someone <laughs> left them. And suddenly you're like, oh my gosh, God, they have to win. They have to. <laughs> and the thing is, I feel like selfish, like because you know, like America, we get a lot of we get a lot of medals. So sometimes every now and then I want to root for someone else and they show me that video. And they they reel me back in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish I cared more about the Olympics. I care about the basketball, obviously. And I care <laughs> about like the sprinting. But like I was I looked at a picture from a while ago and it the the caption was how Americans view the Olympics. And it was just the lanes of like a swimming pool like that Michael Phelps swims in and it has all their countries. And the name it was like Michael Phelps. Then the next one was like old dude. The next one was old buddy from China. And then it was like the next one was like old dude from also from America. <laughs> and then it was like it was just all these other names except Michael Phelps. And I was like, that's pretty much how I see it. <laughs> no, literally, like, I, and I feel bad because I've like uh, since I have little cousins, they're like, yeah, I watch it, but I watch it for the metal count. It's all about the metal count. And like, oh yeah, 
it unifies us all but I feel like it just kind of like even when you get third like I'm pretty sure this person's trained for years and I know you're not supposed to be sad and cry over spilt milk but when they get third they're like oh a second or two faster we've gotten first and everyone's like yep it's whatever it goes on the metal count we don't care yeah it's like we just need the metal count baby you did what you needed you did what you needed yeah and sometimes I do find myself rooting for like the like really little countries that are only get to be in like a few sports because I'm like they love them. Like, we like our Olympians, but, like, they will name days after them. They will yeah. celebrate in the streets. Like, I like that. Is it bad? But I'm not saying I want us to lose our prestige, but I want a little bit of that, like, we struggled, like, <laughs> gumption that they have. You just, you just watch these other countries, and they'll, like, shoot, and then everyone, like, they'll be all in the streets, like, shops, <laughs> like, you know, like, bars open, like, the celebration of a lifetime. And then, like, we get something and it's like clap clap and that's kind of it reminds me of high school we had a good basketball team compared to the other magnet schools not compared to the regular schools but compared to the other magnet school we (laughs) no we got beat down but compared to the other um, magnet school we had a great one and their team was losing by like it was like it was something ridiculous like 70 to 20 and whatever Whenever the team that was getting beat down got a point, they would do a cheer. Everybody would stand up. They were like, cheering. Oh, jeez. And I was honestly very jealous. I was like, if I didn't go here, I would go sit with them. They are so fun. They really appreciate when these guys score. We're just like, beat them further. <laughs> <laughs> but does that not sound like, oh, that's a little sad, you know? Like, this is – like, if you like if you're on the, on the sideline watching – Good for them. They have school spirit. But if you're the team that's playing and you're getting whooped by 50 and every time I shoot a free throw, you score, you cheer like that. I'd be like, man, this is embarrassing. This is sad. They had spirit. We just had, we were just too elitist. We were like, uh, should have beat them by more. And (laughs) I went to Hoover, so I relate. I can relate. Their cheerleaders were bomb. Like they had someone like, I really wish I could explain it. But they had a guy cheerleader and a girl cheerleader. And, like, he spun her around like a tornado and just, like, flipped her up in the air solo. And <laughs> literally, that was the moment when my team was like, we got to cheer for them. And our cheerleaders got so mad. Our basketball players got mad. And I was like, hey, like, they killed that. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> game, respect, game, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to lie to you. Like, yeah, you know. Nothing then. I feel you. So yeah, that's that's the state. I think we started off with the Olympics, but that's kind of how I see it. Like it's, I like certain sports, but I try not to get caught up in like the medal tally because I feel like it kind of like diminishes like some of their accomplishments. Yeah, it makes us seem like kind of greedy. Now, do we? I'm assuming we also get medals in the World Games too, right? Because that oh, that's coming to Birmingham. Like yeah, I don't know I what like certain sports. I cannot wait because I'm gonna pretend like I live in this grand big amazing city and just pop in on these events like i am so excited yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be wild like i think this is i think they said like the first time in like 30 40 years that it's been in america and it's here in birmingham which is just outrageous to me oh yeah is it i'm I'm kind of already thinking like could i turn my apartment into an airbnb and stay with my (laughs) and make this money uh, <laughs> I think we'll need you to at this point. I don't know if we have enough hotels, so we might need you to set up that Airbnb. Yeah, I am excited because then I will kind of be well, um, I'll be making money a little bit, you know. I'll have time, like, I'll just and then 
when people get injured, oh my goodness, I'll be there for them and I'll take care of them. There and, you go, two for one. Yeah, and I think that big influx of people coming into the ER and have like, I mean, I'm I'm not supposed to wish for people to get you know sick or anything, but things happen, and it'll be like when being in a huge city and some like you know, and like having to like prioritize who gets what and. I don't know. Just now, it's usually like we have two or three people, and it's like, okay, we have enough supplies for everybody. But it's yeah. exciting to see like that influx. Uh, I feel you. It's gonna be weird for sure. Oh, I'm excited but- though. I'm literally on the website because I'm trying to see what sports do I want to see, and I hope they have some type of like taekwondo because I used to really like. I I loved it. I still do, but I'm in college and I don't have time. But like, loved it. Were you like a belt? Like, did you did you compete in it, or were you but just I black belt? And I have some trophies. Oh my lord! I'm a yellow belt. So wow. You know. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe you could take me. I don't know. <laughs> I doubt that. As, as a belt, I think yellow's much farther down on the list. Yeah, so I'm that's really sad that I never completed it because I was about to go off to college. It was like because I I mean I used to kind of crap on people who didn't finish, but then I was like I was right about to go off. My lady who was over it. Her mother died, and she had to, like, take some time off of it. So um, I don't know if she still has it, but if you get to her recommended black, she orders your belt. She has, like, your name, like, and she has, like, your name engraved on it. And she has, like, your name in, like, different other languages on it as well. And it's black, and it's solid, and it's beautiful, and it just hangs in the studio. And one of my friends... Does it come with a sword? No. Like a sword or anything? I think it's to get higher than that, because I really... We have, like, wooden ones there, but I was never, like... <laughs> We have, like, see, like I wouldn't say secret classes, but classes that, like, you only see black belts in, and it's, like, really not on the schedule. But, yeah, that that's kind of, like, a, it's, like, an elective, but it has to be qualified. <laughs> I have to be I'm qualified thinking. first. But, yeah, one Halloween, my friend was, like, hey, like, it's still up in there. Why don't we just go in there and just steal it? Like, if you... And I was, like, take what? it, right? <laughs> and you're, like, if you were smart enough and set, like, you know, coin it's, like, steal it, then I don't think they would take it back. They'd be, like, wow, you've, you've really used all your skills yeah you've demonstrated that you are ready right <laughs> that was the final test yeah that was the grasshopper out of the hand <laughs> oh, wow that's crazy i mean, I wonder if i can go steal my yellow belt from the uh well, old facility white and yellow so <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna talk about yellow belt that's that just feels embarrassing but you have you had other questions what are some of the other questions you were Ooh, that you okay, were so i'm kind of wondering how these parents are doing homeschooling oh man yeah I like hey I just I feel I don't know if I feel bad because it's like I mean you did have children and you didn't know that this was gonna happen (laughs) but you know maybe people are I'm not gonna say realize that they had too many but realizing like whoa like I don't (laughs) be here every day all day man I didn't actually want to have kids who knew But yeah, I feel like because I'm I didn't really realize until like now, like I'm not saying that adults don't really get to spend time with their children, but it's like you in order to be like successful, like you sit in a school five days a week and then maybe you have some type of like sport for them or you have some type of tutoring for them. And it just kind of ends up where you're like constantly on this go, go, go schedule. But like your face to face time with them really isn't like that. much. It's minimal. Yeah. Yeah. It's minimal, and you probably like make impressions on them. It's kind of like you make like you have fun on the weekend, and you force them to do what they're supposed to do, and then like they're back on their little schedule. And 
like now like you have to you know cook all your meals take care of your children and try to like find a way to like skype and it's like wow just just wow and especially yeah. if they're different grade levels like wow just just wow and especially when you think about like even we say it was like oh you hang out on the weekends maybe not even then I know when I played sports, like, my games were on the weekends. So, like, my mom would just drive me to – well, we did hang out a lot on the weekends. But, like, other parents, like, if you're playing sports, like, your practice is on weekends or your games are on weekends. And if you did track and field, oh yeah, like, that's an all-day thing. You know what I mean? And then Sunday you're going to church. You go to student church or whatever, and your parents go to big church. Then you all go out to dinner, and that's kind of it. Right? You see yeah, your parents you probably eight hours in the summer, And then summer camp starts, and then – you're back on that like schedule and then I mean they say for like I've noticed that only the parents that have older children are like oh my god we're reconnecting but yeah <laughs> the, ones that the people that have an eight-year-old yeah <laughs> yeah when you already have that robotic mentality of like I like if you're old enough to know like I need to get this done and if I like play my game like I still have to get this done and like I'm at some point, I'm responsible for me. Like, when you have that, like, that knowledge and you're old enough to kind of get that, like, those are the parents who are like, yeah, they didn't really want to hang out with me anyway. Like, they were just getting to where they were, like, <laughs> sufficient and I wanted to be cool with them. And then now they don't want to hang out with me. Yeah. Tough. Yeah, those it's parents, they're, they're, I mean, I guess those are the ones who are really winning. But, like, the ones who have little children, oh, my, like, I, I, I'm sorry already. Oh. Now, I, I wonder if now that all this has happened, like, for the families that do have, like, stay-at-home parents, I wonder if, like, the other parent who is now forced to stay at home is getting more respect for the other spouse and realizing, oh, wow, this is, like, a lot harder than I expected. Yeah, you I know? was wondering about, like, if that was kind of already your job, but, like, that's a great question, because I'm pretty sure they are. They get to see that it's not that easy, and they get to be stuck in the house, like, Little kids are cute and whatnot, but if you spend several hours, you might kind of go a little crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, you know, I love They're the fun for an hour or two, but past that, it's like, eh, you know. It's kind of like when my little cousins come over for the weekend. Like, I'm so excited. I'm pumped. I have, like, art activities. Like, I am ready. And then, like, a few hours later when, like, or I think they stayed up to, like, 1230 one time. And they were, like, wearing me out. And I was like, please, 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 please. And then, yeah. literally the next day at 6 o'clock, I hear little footprints leading up to my room. Then, knock, knock, knock. Hey, do you want to go play? And then 6.15, like, I, like, kind of fell asleep. 6.15 again. Do you want to go play now? 6.30. <laughs> do you want to go play? <laughs> it's like, Morgan, come on. We're trying to play. <laughs> like, your job is to play with me. Like, that is what you were here for. Yeah. But, just from that. but I was, yeah. And I, I remember I was talking to my friend John earlier, and this was like the day after stuff started going. Like, we had a case in Alabama. So, this is like early, early, early. Mm. People were already, like, t- apparently, some husbands and wives were tweeting out. Like, oh, I'm getting sick and tired of being at home working with my spouse. It's like, yo, you know, we got like two, three more months of this, right? Like, I don't know oh, yeah, they said <laughs> how you're like, going to make it. Like, projected to kind of go up. But I just, I mean, at first I was kind of surprised, but then I made me think of like the kids. Like, like, you know, you just kind of don't realize how it is to hang out with someone 
all day. This, yeah, all day. All, like, all week. And you don't have anywhere to go. Like, I've been so happy no, to go to the grocery don't. store. Like, today, I thought I was going to go to the grocery store before all the lines formed. I was putting on makeup. I was ironing my clothes. Like, it's not like I just feel like I'm just going to, like, kill everybody in the grocery store. But I was like, normal. Wow, this is my outing. And yeah, I feel right. like the Little Mermaid. Like, I want to be where the people are. Oh, man. That's crazy. But I guess there's going to be a lot of people getting waltz. And one other thing I thought, you know, on the other side of all this, like, landscaping is going to be the best it's ever been, ever. People are going out and just like, I guess I can do some gardening. Like, I've never tried before, but might as well. Oh, like, my neighbor's yard. Yeah, they have been, like, on it because they've reduced their, like, like, usually there was probably, like, maybe five of them anyway. But they reduce that to, like, two or three. And then you don't have to, like, I mean, you don't really have to initiate conversation. Like, you can leave the paycheck in the, like, mailbox. <laughs> right. And you can, like, I mean, leave them some water outside. Like, you you can still kind of get that done. But, ooh, what about, I've seen all these guys, and they keep talking about how their hairline is going to be looking. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, I need to hear that so bad. It's not even funny. Oh. I haven't. I, it's been 41 days. Go ahead. Go ahead. And- oh, I, I'm staying in isolation <laughs> until I get a couple tremors to my head. Um, I don't think I'm breaking isolation by that. <laughs> no, did I? This Is everyone going to be looking like Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, like, well, I don't get any facial hair, really, but it's just, it's little patches. But my concern lies, and as an African-American woman, I feel comfortable sharing this oh, with I you. My questions that are started with that. Right Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say, I wanted to know if you were as concerned about our fellow um, African-American women and their their um, hair situation. I don't know. I don't know how oh, to phrase this, yes. but I'm concerned about the hairs right now. See, Very I concerned. Like, I literally, I uh, waited to get like my hair relaxed to like the last day before they <laughs> shut down the barbershop because I was like and then I went to her house so I think I was good at least on that point but I was like it might get rough and I might have to go to a meeting and the thing is I had like I had like lots of I had long braids and I was already kind of trying to like wean my friends because it's like if I have a hairstyle for too long like whenever I change it they kind of act like I've lied to them <laughs> and I was trying to already wean them off of that. So I was going to go like, okay, I'll go to braids, to a point, so then I'll cut even shorter, then I'll dye my hair again. But it's like, I know just to like, take them out. They're like, who are you? Are you, a- you look like my friend. Yeah. You look like my friend Morgan. So e- for me, I'm glad that I kind of got that thick and I like, got like my hair kind of done like right before quarantine. I can k- kind of keep it up. But um I feel bad because my mom was going, she was like, well, I was just going to get like some more products. And I pulled up to like, you know, like beauty supply store and it was packed. Like everything else was deserted, <laughs> but yeah, but the beauty supply store had a line out the door. And I, I don't know. I just feel bad. Like, especially if maybe, maybe you've been talking to someone for like a few months and they're like, Hey, like, let's just hang out and quarantine together and it'll be so much fun. And we can really get to know each other. And then um, that hair type, like, you know, like, that hairstyle starts to go bad. Like, that, that <laughs> lash starts to fall off. <laughs> Start running out of product, you know? It starts to look like Wolverine. I mean, I guess this is, I can't wait to hear all of, like, the stories of people who've gone through this, you know? 
in a year or two to hear like what everyone's kind of been doing because I would love to I bet you like there's going to be some type of show and they get quarantined together and it gets real (laughs) yeah and I'm pretty sure that's what someone's going through right now and I'm just kind of like I don't know it's just it's just it's rough out here for everybody but especially for like if you already had some type of style going on and you were going to get it refreshed and you just can't yeah and you know that that made me think of something. I don't know if this is related, not, or it, it kind of is related, but I wonder if people are like scared to break up with each other right now, because I know if I break up, like I'm just alone for until like I can go outside again. Some people have to be with somebody all the time. Right. And but with this quarantine going on, you can't go to wherever and meet somebody new. So I wonder if people are like, yeah, I guess I'll just stick with this person because you know, I kind of don't have any other choices. See, this is okay. So I sent this to my friend. It was a picture and it was like, and I put the caption, like, it's a sad time out here for side chicks because, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I, I kind of, but it's just one of those things where, I mean, yeah, I feel like people are scared, but, I, but now you should get some clarity. Like, can you, I mean, I know that everybody wants to do everything for the long haul, but it's like, if something happens, can you stand this person? I mean, I don't know if you eventually just start to like argue whatever with your spouse or whatever, but it's like they're saying they're like the divorce rates are going to go up. So I'm kind of like, I'm no one to judge now, but I'm just kind of like, wow, like y'all been together for how many years? And then like, like a month, you can't do a month together. (laughs) Yeah, it's like one month took you out, huh? Yeah. And I don't know. I just, I, yeah. It's like if you're lonely right now, you're probably just gonna stay lonely. And if you're with someone, yeah. you might stay with them just for or I mean you might just like call it quits. But if you do, like you know, like I couldn't stand this person. I just feel like this is a great time for like clarity and self-reflection. And I think actually, if you ask me, I would have thought divorce rates would go down. Because I don't know if you can really I don't know how filing for divorce goes right now, but I don't know if you could really get it going they, they got time. right now. Like you can't buy another house, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> You're stuck. Like for at least two months, you guys are going to be stuck in the house together. And unless y'all are just being childish and like not talking to each other at all, you're going to have to have some conversations. So no matter what you have, I it's hard for me to believe that at least not once or twice, y'all would sit down and have like a heart to heart conversation and probably fix whatever the problem is, you know? Yeah, but I think maybe it's just because we're optimistic people, but I kind of wonder if they're like, Probably. <laughs> someone who's set up and they're just kind of, maybe, like, I feel like now you just have no, like, you have little to none excuse for not getting things done that don't require you to be, like, outside. And, like, maybe for some yeah. you're just kind of like, it'll get better, it'll get better, it'll get better. And you kind of realize, like, I mean, think about, it, like, if you're, if your life in it tomorrow, would you, would you be happy with everything that you've done? And maybe yeah. someone's like, I Big don't know, maybe this is the intervention that I needed. And I'm not like supporting, I hope this isn't a speech that someone listens to and goes like, it's time to leave him. And like, well, then <laughs> <laughs> one day and go like, thank you, Morgan. I listened to you. Thank you for saying, thank you for freeing me. <laughs> but I, I just feel like a, a lot of people are getting clarity and yeah. Let's see here. I don't know the question. Ooh, well, he's yeah, not. Okay, I can go with mine. I, don't think... I have like my last. So, okay. how do you feel about the homeless in this epidemic? Oh my goodness, I am. You know, I used to work for a health center, a fairly qualified health center, who we only helped um, indigenous and homeless populations. I worked with them with them when everything was going good, quote unquote. 
I, I can't imagine how, and I'm trying to sound as optimistic as I can because some realities are just really hard to face, but I think there's going to be a lot of deaths that we aren't going to hear about because they're not going to be registered as like, oh, coronavirus confirmed because they just didn't have the resources to be able to go get checked, yeah. right? They don't have, like a lot of them, and this is a strange connection that a lot of people don't make, but downtown Birmingham's a ghost town. But I used to work downtown and I know there were, I knew, <laughs> I knew at least 10 homeless people that I always talked to at work the past couple weeks. And I would know that I would always give them two bucks here, a buck there. And I knew that would get them lunch. Right. But I'm not there anymore. And there are other sources of income, whether, whether you consider how they get their money begging income, but like, that's not there anymore. Right. All the shops that would go to eat aren't there anymore. So like, of course, the disease itself, it's bad enough, but now we have to seriously consider like a lot of these people are probably going to start starving if we don't figure something else out quickly. Right. And it's, it's, it's really concerning to say See, the least. Well, I kind of, I can't wait for them to get like testing because like, I would love if I had somehow gotten exposed to it and just didn't know and had the antibodies because then you can be like, okay, you kind of are like free to go out and do what you need to do. And then I could volunteer at the hospital. I could like, you know, just yeah. be, cause it's like now I'm thinking, which is kind of, I don't know if it's selfish or not, but I'm like, Oh, my parents, they're, they're kind of, they're kind of older. And my grandfather, he comes over here sometimes. And if they were to get sick, they'd probably expect me to be their nurse. Cause I am in nursing school and that's kind of what they paid for. But <laughs> oh yeah that's why they were like come home but i know in their back of their head they were like this is this is the moment that we've been waiting for this is where all our money is gonna come back for us yes but yeah i mean even now i'm kind of like super duper cautious because it's like i don't want to they said like you know it's rumor like the younger people don't have any adverse effects all type of stuff but older people and i don't i don't want to be the reason why someone else gets sick i feel that but we don't have many tests here in Alabama, so yeah, I don't know how. Is like if you only have so many tests, like there could be people who were in line waiting to get a test that didn't get a test. Like, and then a lot of people like if you're sick. Our standard protocol, like especially in like pediatrics floor, is to like if someone comes in with like a disease or like a kid does, you test the parents too, or you test the siblings too, because it's like y'all are in close quarters. <laughs> and if you think of like five people having it. And they have five family members that they're with, and we only have 25 tests. Like, you just think, like, okay, so we could have tested those five people and their family, but like, there might be other people out there who like need it as well. Exactly, and I think it's pretty crazy. I don't, I don't even know if I should be saying this, but like weeks before this breakout and everything quarantine, like a couple of my family members, like in my house, got really sick like sicker than they've ever been in their lives. And we need to just like get you guys checked. And we took them to get checked out. And they're like, yeah, like it's not the flu. Like we don't know what it is, but it's not the flu. So he's getting some steroids and like, obviously we recovered, but it's like, I'm sitting here now. I was like, man, that was it? that, was that wrong? <laughs> yeah. Like, was that wrong? We just like, didn't even know. You, like, I'm kind of like, even if we get the all clear in a month or two, we're heading back to school again in August or whatever. And yeah, I'm not too sure on how this is going to, yeah, everything fold out yeah, again. Okay. I just, 
and it's just it's just a different life i feel like is there like a position for like infection general because it's like people are turning to like i've seen the surgeon general i've seen like a lot of people who are in charge and i've seen the cdc but like people they kind of like cdc comes up and they say their things and then like other people who don't have degrees come up behind them and try to repeat what they said or like go like yeah and try to like sign (laughs) off on it because they're politicians but like can we just because of this now because like bill gates we're not i think it was i forgot who it was but it was like they basically said the next pandemic or the next big thing is going to be like biological and um we're seeing it now um but it's one of those things yeah, like we're here. Wars could be fought like biological, like during biological terrorism, which is like, you know, if someone sends anthrax in the mail. I'm not saying this is how this got started, but like, shouldn't we have like a general over that who's got degrees and nothing against someone who has like a military background? But it's like, can we just have like, I just need a position. Like, <laughs> just give me one guy who specializes yeah, in this. That'd be great. Who like studies. Like, Maybe he's over the CDC and all the other stuff, but I just need, yeah, because I'm tired of, like, looking to people who don't have medical degrees for advice, because it's one of those things where it's, like, I know in other things, the the accountants can tell you this is how the economy is going to go, or, like, the, those people, and then you can report it, but, like, I need stuff straight from the, like, I need it straight from their mouth. I don't need someone telling you to do something, yeah. and then you repeat it, like, I need a person to look up to and they know what they're doing so i would hope like can we just have like or maybe there is a position i just don't know but can we just have that person there probably is something but they probably don't have nearly enough respect or funding or resources that they probably need like put some respect on my name like i'm like (laughs) (laughs) look who's called crawling back to us how about zeke was it so yeah like i just that's what I need. And whoever it is, whoever is the highest of, like, all the health stuff, they need to be at the forefront. It needs to be, like, president, vice president. <laughs> like, you need to get called yeah. up. You are not in charge. We should have you're, – you're on a good point there. We should have rotating presidents for whatever time we're in. Like, if it's a time of war, like, whoever our general is, all right, you're the new well, president for right now. Well, like, if we're in an economic crisis, our funding gets but, like, a lot of people don't want to give up that power. But I feel like, ooh, that's what's making me really mad in this time. People are still, like, you know, in every, like, Marvel movie um, that the the fault that the superheroes make is they make human mistakes that are made out of, like, emotion rather than logic. And I feel like that's a lot of that's being yeah, yeah. on, where it's, like, emotion rather than logic. Like, there's this pastor who showed, like, said hey like you can have this mass service and then he had this mass service and he was like i've had services during all of the the breakup i had it during ebola i had it during and i'm not saying that like you know like not to to bash the people who kind of went but i'm just kind of like like you know like what like why this is such a human thing to do like you could have this online like why are you trying to like in the face of like you've been told what to do and yet again, your human emotion is like, I'm bigger and better than everything. Plus, that ties and offer still rolling in. So they got to make sure they still get that sometimes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but how, did, how did that make you mad? Just like, just one of those things where it's like, we kind of know what to do. And like, not even like, you know, the, the guy trying to see his baby being born, but just like regular stuff where you're just like. Yeah, the regular stuff is really 
stupid. Yeah. I'm like, come on, humans. Like, I, I used to get so mad <laughs> in those movies where, like, they couldn't, like, you know, there's always in every type of, like, franchise, there's always that movie and then there's, like, aliens coming or something upon that line. And they just have to round each other up. And you just get so mad because they're like, hey, something's coming. Let's round up. Let's get ready. And, you know, you have to see people like, uh, no, it isn't. You don't know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, like, I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> and that's kind of what I've seen a lot of. And it's kind of just, that's the, that's the main disappointing thing that I've seen. It's just like, and even with, on regard to those children on the beach. Florida can shut down beaches if they want to. They can shut down all those bars if they want to. So, like, try to bash those children who have $30 and $40 flights to places like for, like Puerto Rico and, like, Florida and California. It's kind of weird when yeah. you guys are in control. Yeah, I've been really disappointed. Now, the one thing the one thing I think is hilarious is, like, you watch movies like these apocalyptic <laughs> movies where a virus like this spreads. And, like, we think when something like this happens, we're going to go out into the streets and start rioting. But, like, it's happening right now, and we're all pretty chill. Like, we're all at home. Like, people call my office, and they're mad. But, like, they're not going to do anything. And I, I think we're being exposed to, like, all right, is, human- is mankind actually going to talk the talk? It's like, no, nah, not really. I think we're just going to hang out at the crib for a little while. Like, we're not actually that uncivil as, like, we like to think we are in movies and such I like that. I think it's, like, as well, it's, like, shock. Like, because I feel like – um if you've ever noticed, like, we're just a different generation, like, I mean, like, usually in, like, wartime, like, which we've had wars, but it's not like people are like, we send all the men over there, and, like, the women have to go to the factories, and, like, a lot of people, they can, like, go about their normal everyday life, as if, you know, nothing were happening, as if we weren't in conflict, as if people aren't overseas dying, like, you know? So I think that it's like yeah. really telling because I feel like more than anything we're in shock and that that's what's honestly kind of like made me kind of like disappointed with these masks and not being able to get the materials all type of stuff because I'm like in any other like panic in our history book we've been like because a lot of people like talk talk we're America we're American we're great. And then I'm like, okay, so let's get these masks and let's get these ventilators. And they're like, um, well, we got to go through this person and that person. I don't know if we can. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's just like you said, like, can you walk the walk? Like, that's the thing I've been disappointed. I'm disappointed in politicians. I've been disappointed. And not even just like the regular, po- just the fact that like, okay, now we're in panic mode. Now we're, we're now we actually need you. Like, like now everyone's yeah. every move now you have all eyes on you now you get to be a leader and make decisions without having to apologize now you get to like you get to basically do what you thought you were going to be doing <laughs> and exactly like this is your time to display you know your true character at your full maximum potential and it's like how are you actually going to utilize it i realize like, a lot of people like because even just in organizations if you haven't noticed like a lot of people who like that title like very charismatic or whatever but it's like can the, the world question is can you make those like hard decisions like just because you're likable doesn't mean you're the right person and I personally know that because I'm if I'm in a club and this isn't every club but I've had like one or two clubs where like I am not over the club I because it's like I don't have the oh my goodness yes you should stand up and give a 30 minute speech and I should still be smiling like, I don't have that type of personal skills, but it's like when it comes down to problem solving, I'm like, okay, guys, 
got this got this solution ready i've got that solution ready i'm just kind of wondering like who are those people now that like are under the main people who are like hey like you need to take action you wanted this position you wanted the good times you're cutting ribbons and people were giving you their babies and you're kissing them and you were saying oh i'm over this but like can you handle it this is your job this is like it's Uh, actually your job like it's not even like this is one of your side jobs no this like this is the actual important part that we hired you for like all the other stuff we could get like a representative to do to like kiss the baby but like i need you to figure out how to do save lives right now yeah, that'd so be that's great i've really been disappointed just a little bit of humanity but it's just always that person it's just you know i feel like that's just what makes us human and that's why in all the movies you get mad yeah. and you don't storm out of the movie because you know it's true like we're gonna mess up a little <laughs> we're going to think that it's not important or we, we you know we think that we're greater than the virus we're going but for the most part i have to give us credit we are for the most part, most people are doing their part. But what's sad is now yeah. it kind of just doesn't even matter if not everyone's doing their part. That's true. It only takes a couple of people and messing I, up. I can't wait to see the anti um, after he, this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't even bring them up. Please don't. Oh, my goodness. Let's not. Let's not even. Yeah, please no. affordable health care after this and they get these 37000 oh, Well, you know, let's not. We got a couple minutes left here before <laughs> Anchor's going to cut me off. Let's end okay, on a positive great. note. What great. was what was the positive so, where we want to end it with? Like, really quick question. They had this chop judges competition. What would you, if you were like, if and they were, it was out of anything they had in their pantry, what is your go-to meal? What are you going to win this thousands of dollars prize with, with what you have in your kitchen now? With yeah, what I have in my kitchen right now? Because like, that's kind of how it works. Okay, well, well, I cheated because I just went to the grocery store and I bought a specific meal. I just made from scratch orange chicken wow, and steamed wow. rice. All right, and that's pretty high-level cooking right there, like scratch. Like, I made the sauce from scratch. I cut up the chicken. I made my own batter, fried it myself, all right? So I think I could I – could, I might not win because I – you know – it was my first time doing it, but I think I could go to the ring with that as my as my top dog. Oh, and lastly, how has this changed you? Like, what are you, what are, like, besides the, right, like, what do you want to do when you get back out in the world? Like, how are you going to act different? <sighs> do you mean, like, professionally or just, like, like regular I, if someone asked Caleb me, being I'm going hiking, Caleb. If someone asked me to go skydiving, I'm going skydiving. Like, you can catch me like that for the first few weeks because i will be so excited to have my freedom back <laughs> then maybe re- reality will set back in that i have responsibilities and but yeah that's how it's changed like i am so into going like since now this is all i have is going outside for a second oh yeah so into it now took it for granted yeah <laughs> i feel you on that i think but i think i i'd be even more i guess aggressive in challenging you like don't let it be like a phase because that's what I'm concerned about the most. It's like, oh, we're going to go out and appreciate it for a minute. You know, like whenever Birmingham gets a new sports team, oh, we go to the first game. But it's like, okay, yeah, we're, we're done with that. Like we need to learn how to appreciate things consistently. And I would like argue like, oh, 10 months from now, if somebody invites me to go skydiving, I should probably say yes, because who knows when Rona might be back, right? Who knows when the next thing might happen? 
or whoever knows. And I want to try and appreciate each of my Instead, 24 hours. I'm right? toilet paper. And I think that's, I do. <laughs> there, that, that's the lesson. Hoard the mess I out of toilet that paper. Someone's, oh, that's, you know what? That's how it changed me. Like, I mean, yes, I still want to go outside and do everything that I want to do. But I am definitely now going to be someone's grandmother one day. And that you go into the closet and you just see everything for an apocalypse. And they're like, oh, my goodness. Like, what? what just rack stuff. Like, Sit down, children. Let me tell you about Corona. <laughs> now, let me ask you, have you already gone outside and, like, taken pictures in, like, scraps to make it seem like to show your kids? Like, oh, yeah, I was oh, homeless I was a for a while a really because old, of the like, Corona or something. And, you know, by that time, they won't want to use, they won't want to watch the older movies, whatever. And then, and just like I said, I'll take old, like, song lyrics and make it sound like I'm saying something, like, really amazing. And <laughs> that's what I, what I want is for them to, like, one day, really, really far down the road, say, like, Grandma always used to say. And then, like, they say it at my funeral, and then all the older people will chuckle. And it's like, wow, like, she... Even in her last moments, she was very funny. <laughs> you know, I was I was thinking about taking either I Am Legend or the Book of Eli and just like <laughs> holding it like, yeah, that's me. You know, if I'm old enough, it's like, yeah, that happened to me for a while. That's oh, what yeah. it was like. I can't wait. I honestly can't wait for all these television shows because they got they got stuff to run with. I'm, I'm waiting for Grey's Anatomy. Oh, dude, we're going to have content. For, that's what that's why the best thing I'm looking forward to. We're going to have so many albums drop. We're going to have so many movies come out and like new stories, TV shows, everything. People are getting writing everything down right now. It's going to be crazy next year. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is that lag. Because it's like, you know, like, Grey's Anatomy had to postpone. So it's going to be like a lag and then a surplus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be overwhelmed for a while, but we're going to be bored. But it's like just waiting an extra 30 minutes for your meal. Then you'll be extra hungry, you know? know how it is to not have anything, so we'll just be grateful. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just be grateful. That's all it is. Well, Morgan, I got to say, I appreciate you coming on. This was one of the best episodes I've ever done. This was smooth. Um, Any last thoughts for the audience? I'm hoping that maybe when they listen to it, it'll all be over with. So probably not no last little comments i'm hoping that maybe when they listen to it they won't be in quarantine anymore well i mean ah. it's probably going up by monday so i don't know if it's gonna... <laughs> you know we'll be optimistic maybe uh, everything will change nice little, i think we should maybe. have a nice quote do you, do you have a nice quote for us about going a nice and appreciating things um uh <laughs> um when when you receive something, never, that's, that's horrible. Ah, I, I, I got yeah. nothing. I'm literally typing into being like appreciation quotes. <laughs> if I don't find a quote in the next 30 seconds, I'm not finding the quote. Ooh, okay. Let's I see here. got something. And it says yeah. the word outside. So it's, it's, it's giving us hope that we'll, it says for one minute, walk outside, stand there in silence, look up at the sky and contemplate how amazing life is. Maybe the, the, maybe the thing is, no matter what, even though it's bad, even though we're probably going to go into recession, even though all these things are happening, life is amazing. Wow. Thanks. I think that does it right there. <laughs> I'm going to stop looking. That was it. Well, anyway, 
Appreciate you coming on the pod. Always a pleasure. Yeah, Let's do this again soon. Bye. All right. Appreciate you, Morgan. Bye.